everybody, this is All Sports Are Bad. I am Patrick on the internet. And I am Jake Whipple. So, summer's almost over. Thank fucking Christ. Uh, we, we have baseball. We had baseball to hold us. Baseball over. was going on for a long time. In fact, it's still happening. <laughs> baseball's still happening. Baseball's <laughs> about to go into the playoffs. They're about to go into the stretch run, actually. It's yeah, the playoffs are still a month out, I think. We're, we're looking at some, some battles. Uh, we had the Women's World Cup. That was great. It was a while back. A, yeah, yeah. Just, although overall, not a lot. Not a lot this not summer. Much, not much happens between like July and exactly right now. So naturally, not a lot of podcasts happen. <laughs> 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 like maybe four episodes this yeah. summer. Yeah, no, we uh, just didn't have a lot to talk about, to be honest. Yeah. yeah, but pretty soon this fall, we'll go back to the once a week format that we were known for at some point yes our <laughs> reputation as every week podcastery yeah that'll that'll kick into play but yeah but for now it's still the freaking summer yeah there's there not enough happens in summer like yeah. you stuck with baseball um apparently the mls goes on and then eventually actual european soccer kicks into play which is substantially better but also just early started, right? season. Yeah, like just got going. Do you support an uh, EPL team? I do not. Um, I don't follow soccer closely enough in order to really have a rooting interest. And also, it seems like the teams that are good are already known to be good right out of the jump. Like right. the top five teams in any given uh, upper echelon league are pretty much locked into place from the get-go. If you had to pick an EPL team, gun to your head. But they're all awful. Guns to your head. <laughs> Am I supposed to pick the one that's owned by Cater? Like, pick, pick a, pick a team. If you oh had God. to pick one, um, if, if, if someone was like, "You got to." I don't know. Can you, just, I, you have to do this. I don't. West Ham. Okay, West Ham United. Yeah. Okay. Why? I don't know anything about them. So I I'm don't literally either. Just asking you questions, but they're—they um, seem like they're a ham, but yeah. from the west part. A few years ago, people told me I should be a Tottenham fan, and I was like, because it perfectly encapsulated what it is to be pretty good but never good enough. And now mm. they're good, so I can't be a Tottenham fan. It's true. I need the eternal struggle. I need, <laughs> I need there. I need there to be hope, but also fuck you. So I heard someone describe um, European soccer, like the uh, Boston Red Sox, like the old school, like never yeah, yeah. won a thing Boston Red Sox is like Liverpool, except Liverpool has actually won the top flight as many times as anyone else ever has. They just yeah. have never done it in the modern era. Yeah. Who could like, who would be like, cause you have to be pretty good to be like you, you, I guess the Raiders in the NFL are kind of like that, where they have a huge fan base. They're hugely popular, but they they fuck you up all the time. <laughs> they just they're never gonna come through. The they Raiders. can't. They can never accomplish anything. I, I don't know. The man. Lakers are that right now. Probably anyone <laughs> in uh, Spain that's not Barcelona or Atletico Madrid. Hmm. Or maybe it's Real Madrid. I don't remember. I don't remember which one it is. Real Madrid sounds like the one I know of. Yeah. So, yeah, so probably Real Madrid is the good one and Atletico is the bad one. But they're not even that bad. They're just third best, which in soccer is basically like being the worst. That's kind of how the yeah. NFL is. Yeah, that's true. 
I'll have people say on Twitter when my team was like going to like the uh, division, the division playoffs. They're like, "Oh, you guys suck," and I'm like, "I don't know. We won 11 games. It seems pretty good." It's like, "No, the Niners suck. Seahawks are gonna win the win the fucking Super Bowl." I'm like, "Okay," but uh, can we agree that 11 wins is pretty good? <laughs> Like, I agree with you. Probably someone else is going to win the Super Bowl. But 11 wins seems nice. Yeah, I get 10 wins now from the Niners. I'm fucking stoked. I'm actually popping, popping that might, champagne. That might wins. never happen again. I guess you're right. <laughs> I mean, Brock Osweiler is your quarterback now. <laughs> or as NESN calls him, Italian Brock Osweiler. Yeah, well, you know. Yeah, so you're stuck with Garoppolo, um, Nick Mose. Maga Bosa. Um, Maga Bosa, Maga Beat Hard. <laughs> I Maga love Beat Hard. Fucking Beat Hard. <laughs> well, technically it's Bethard, but no yeah, one has ever seen no. it and not immediately said his name is Beat Hard. He doesn't get to have his name pronounced correctly. He's an embarrassment to yeah. an organization that already, quite frankly, is pretty embarrassing. But was for it? them to add the Maga layer on top of that <laughs> one to just be like, "Ooh, let's put some, let's put some." MAGA hot syrup on this fucking yeah. shit Sunday. <laughs> Wasn't Nick Mullins your uh, best... Didn't he put together your best quarterback performance last year? He's pretty good. <laughs> Nick Mullins might be the best quarterback on the team. And he's your third stringer, I believe. Second stringer. Second There's stringer. There's no fucking... Ahead of CJ Beat Hard. Beat Hard yeah, is his third string forever. Mm. All right. You guys used to have a pretty good quarterback. Yeah. Like, moved really well out of the side of the pocket. Strong arm. You Recently know, did ran a, the ball. Uh, uh, workout with Odell Beckham Jr. Yeah, yeah. What was his name? Uh, Colin no. Kaepernick. <laughs> the de- he once took us to a Super Bowl. I, re- I remember that. In his first ever year as a starter. He was very good. He was a very good quarterback. I wonder why you gave up on him. Because <laughs> the 49ers are fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> you know what the fucking craziest thing was that like they didn't even oppose his like political views. Or I wouldn't even call them political views. It's just moral views. It's just yeah. like basic humanity. He had an ethical was, idea yeah. about how the way the way the world should work. And the Niners were like, "Yeah, I agree with you, dude. That's great." But ah, uh, we gotta cut you because of uh, we got this new coach coming, and it's just like, oh my god, <laughs> you guys are so dumb. Where are you gonna find a quarterback that good? I don't know. I actually don't. <laughs> Where are you gonna fucking find a quarterback that good? We're on Jimmy Garoppolo for no reason. Hey, man. Uh... Fucking uh, John Gruden's over there talking about how much he likes the effort that Nathan Peterman puts out in practice. So, that's a thing. John Gruden likes the effort that anyone puts out that'll listen to John Gruden. (laughs) (laughs) Really like this guy. At this point, he's just, like, praying someone listens to him about something. I cannot wait for the Raiders to be bad for the next ten years. I guess you're never going to have to wait that long for that kind of stretch. (laughs) They do that, like, once once every two decades. I'm going to be so shitty. I'm excited. I mean, the Raiders were only good for, like, two years? Just recently? I'd say they're only good for, like, 2016, 2017? Yeah, they had a good season. Uh, Carr's, like, first full year as a starter, and... um, were competitive, and then Khalil some people... Yeah, Khalil Mack was there, Amari Cooper was still there. They had some, a lot of good pieces. But before that, the last time they were good was when John Gruden <laughs> <laughs> beat him in the Super Bowl. That's right, yeah. So they went they went 15 years, bad. Well, and then John Gruden beat them in the Super Bowl, and then they traded all of their good players for John Gruden, and then they were bad for a while. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
and now they're about to do it again. They're about to kickstart another 15 years of bad. Yeah. That's, congratulations to the Las Vegas Raiders <laughs> of Oakland. Ah, <laughs> uh, man. Did they ever figure out what's going on with their stadium thing? I don't know, but you know who did in the meantime? Oakland. <laughs> the A's, I mean. Yeah, they did. <laughs> the Oakland getting... A's figured their shit out. And that like, yeah, tremendous. we'll just build a new one. Fuck it. Oh my god, it looks so good. We talked about this, like, second episode, I want to con- say. Yeah, no, the concept art for the A's new stadium looks amazing. Um, yeah. It looks really, really cool. Yeah, so, like, AT&T Park, or I guess Oracle Park, and the, the new A's stadium are going to just be able to look at each other across the bay. That's fucking nuts. That's yeah, really <laughs> wild. <laughs> Everyone's going to be hitting home runs in the bay. I love it. I love it. I'm into it. Just hit them into the water. And then tell Madison Bumgarner to go get them out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure he would. He likes manual labor for some reason. <laughs> every time every time someone hits a home run into the bay, someone tweet at Madison Bumgarner. I guess you're going to have to go get that. Oh, yeah. We have one guy in the bay now. That's, that's uh, McCovey Cove Dave. He's the only one who still wants to be in there. He's an old man in an orange kayak. That's hey, all man. we got. After the Bonds years, turns out no one really wants to freeze their fucking ass off in that water, I waiting mean, for a home run that's never going to happen. It's really hard to hit a ball into McCovey Cove. <laughs> Left-handed power through the cold, through the wind. Not great. Yeah. Not great, Bob. Not great. So, um, summer sports. Yeah, well, also, so the main summer sport is, of course, um, everyone getting ready for football season. (laughs) 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 Fuck what the Sandlot taught you. They were just getting ready for football. (laughs) And, of course, more importantly for us chimokes is fantasy football. Ah. Yeah. That's you, right. Did you do, you did a fantasy football draft? I was in it. We li- we <laughs> both literally did one with with our dear friend Peter, who was on the podcast. It's he true. was also there. Uh, a bunch of other people that we know that listen to this thing. Yeah. Well, maybe they do. I don't. I'm not sure they Sometimes. do. Sometimes. Yeah. Whatever. At a least couple. one other person does. Um, Think of one or two. Yeah. yeah. Do you uh, do you feel good about your fantasy football team, Patrick? Do I ever though? I don't know. No. All right. You want to talk about your picks? Um, not great, Bob. Uh, what I'm banking on is what I normally bank on when the last time I won a league. Uh, get lucky accidentally. That works. That yeah. works. It's Who knows? Good strategy. It's a good strategy. Who knows? Hmm. What if one of the players that I picked up puts up all kinds of stuff for free? Who knows? They might. That might Who happen. Who's your Who's your favorite player on your team? <laughs> Julio Jones. Yeah, Julio Jones is a good choice. (laughs) He's the only great one. He's the only one I know (laughs) is probably going to put up over 15 points a game. I mean, outside of Patrick Mahomes. I think Patrick Mahomes is good for 20 a game. 19 to 20 a game. Very possible. Around there. Very possible. You're going to throw some touch. I don't have much else out there, but, you know. Crazier things have happened. I am a former champion of that league. (laughs) (laughs) And I won that on Cam Newton, Antonio Brown, sometimes Jimmy Garoppolo during that stretch where Jimmy Garoppolo is making his $150 million. (laughs) And um, Marquise Goodwin. Also a Niner. Yeah, there you go. Pretty good at doing football things. 
Who do you think is the best fantasy player out there? I don't fucking know. <laughs> <laughs> is it is it Saquon Barkley? I don't know. Maybe I haven't, haven't really paid much attention. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I don't I don't know who the best is. I'm not I'm not a football guy. But who who did you draft? You know, if there's one thing I've learned about fantasy football over the the years I've been playing it. It's that nobody gives a shit about your fantasy football team except the people you're playing against. Shut the fuck up, Patrick. No one cares. Let's move on. You brought it up! (laughs) (laughs) You're the one who brought it up! And uh, you've been owned. I haven't been owned. I'm talking to a person in my league. (laughs) um, Alright, fair enough. Um, I feel good about my team. I have some players on it. You feel good every year. Yeah. Well, I am. I have yet to miss the playoffs, so. I won. I've never done that. Yeah. Two-time <laughs> regular won- season champion, baby. <laughs> I'm like, I'm, I've won it once. It's pretty good. Yeah, well, I came in first two years ago and second the year after that, and um, I've never finished out of the top four, so. That's pretty good. Yeah. You should win a title. Yeah, <laughs> titles are for people who need uh, extra um, reinforcement that they're smart. Oh, like winning the whole yeah. thing. That's yeah, why. yeah. Okay, so doing the regular season title. This isn't reinforcing. Anything. You're just, <laughs> when you when you brag about that, you this is just a natural God given talent. I'm just the best. Is really what happens. Yeah. yeah, I do great every time, and then I get unlucky. Yeah, you sound like the St. Louis Cardinals <laughs> of our fantasy football league. How much is snorted IPA? <laughs> You're just God-given just greatness just happening. Hey, man. While everyone else wins titles. <laughs> you go ahead and sit there and watch my excellence just happen week to week. I will. Yeah. I plan on it. <laughs> uh, I might win by accident again. <laughs> you only win by accident. That's generally how these things play out. <laughs> I win by succeeding. <laughs> it's like whenever someone else does a good thing, it's like, oh, he got lucky. Yeah. But when I do a good thing, natural God given talent, skill, preparation, and determination. Clearly. Clearly. <laughs> That's how it always works. All, All right. right. Summer sports. Summer sports. We need more of them. I I agree. I have an idea. I have several ideas. Hopefully not esports. No. Thank Fuck you. esports. Okay. Esports are terrible. <laughs> They're not fun. <laughs> it's just a bunch of people like yelling racial obscenities at uh, other people and then like someone gives them money for it for some reason also they wear matching polo shirts i love you sports fucking uniform <laughs> who came up with that it's like why do you need this Everyone should just be wearing a hoodie. Like, all of the people playing esports should be wearing like a hoodie and sweatpants and like maybe some crocs that's you see it. the kid who that's won it. $3 million playing Fortnite? No, that's horrible. That's crazy, dude. That that was on ESPN, I think. Why? Well, because there's no sports on Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I makes sense. The one time I played Fortnite, I think I was like really high maybe a year ago. And I was like, I'm going to try and understand this Fortnite thing the kids are doing. I'm going to really get into this. 
And then they bullied me. (laughs) They, like, built walls around my own team. Built walls around me so I couldn't get out. And then the map, like, caved in. I died. Essentially what happened is I died and they laughed at me. And I was like, I'm just trying to learn. Man, it's so nice that video game culture is so accepting of people. Yeah. <laughs> so accepting so accepting of people like we were like, please help me. <laughs> hey guys, first time playing. Like, oh we're gonna ruin your life. <laughs> we're on each other's team. <laughs> they don't care apparently. Yeah, it was a real it was a real few good men type of situation where they just fucking got rid of me as soon as possible. I I needed a Tom Cruise and a Demi Moore, and I did not have it. <laughs> I don't know. Anyone who says they're really into esports is probably objectively a shitty dude. <laughs> <laughs> I and, and odds are real good they're a dude is the other thing. Yeah. Like, really strong. That is a dude. Not a great culture. Yeah. Not a great game. Not a great culture for uh, sports watching. Deep ingrained homophobia and sexism. Um... Yeah, I don't like it. I don't care for it. It's not fun. Crab Rangoon, things of this nature. Yeah. You want to you wanna hear someone talk about flatter? Go <laughs> <laughs> play some video games. So here's the thing. You hear all There's kinds of flatter. Nonsense. Some dude just like running around destroying everything. Like, here's the thing. is like, I would be able to see the curvature of the earth. Owned you, noob! And then if you couldn't see the curvature of the earth, which I can't, then obviously it's not curved, weird noobs. I had it. A- a video game experience where a person was uh, defending Alex Jones's uh, accusation that the quote-unquote libs are turning the frogs gay. What? So this guy... The libs yeah, are turning the frogs. I assume that means French people? No, frogs. Actual frogs. Well, literal frogs. Using science to turn frogs... Okay, if you've okay never heard hang this, on! If you've never heard this Alex Jones theory, or actually it's an accusation really based on, I guess a bunch of scientists were doing a thing with fro- a study with frogs and Alex Jones decided that they were turning frogs gay. And then had this whole rant about it. And Wait, this so guy th- it was, wasn't... was defending it and I was just sitting there like, you're batshit insane. <laughs> okay, I have several clarifying questions. One... Someone was doing a study about frogs. Yeah, completely unrelated to Alex Jones bullshit. Right. And then Alex Jones said that these people doing this study were taking actual frogs and turning them gay. Not only that, but they were libs. <laughs> right, <laughs> the bitch. libs. Of course, because they're scientists, they believe right. in science, so they must be liberal. <laughs> but this wasn't like a study about fro- like frog sexuality. I think it was. But, who- I mean, it doesn't... It really doesn't matter. The point that Alex Jones was trying to make is an asinine one. No, of course, this is nonsense. All of this is nonsense. And someone was legitimately trying to to defend it, and I could just sit there and go, I hate video games, but I like (laughs) playing them. But this is the tax that I have to pay. My brain has to pay a tax of listening to someone say some stupid shit. Have you considered just not wearing a headset when you play these games? Well, how many have told them that they got owned by a lib? <laughs> <laughs> a brown one, too. Ooh, that really hurts. That is, that, that's, um, what's the word? Maximum ownage? Yeah. I'm going to say it's maximum ownage. Yeah. How, many, how is the other team on Overwatch going to know that a brown person 
who is all for turning the frogs gay, by the way. <laughs> if a frog wants to be gay, that frog should be allowed to be gay. We don't have anything. Like, why are you trying to dictate yeah. that frog's life? <laughs> <laughs> that frog is allowed to exist how they want to. I'm all for it. I saw a crow holding a whole chicken wing the other day. Yeah, the crows around here are not to be fucked with. Yeah. So, for our viewership, if you're not from Seattle, uh, the crows here are legit. And I thought... They are serious. Yeah, I thought that the crows that were around when I grew up were pretty legit. Because they'd walk around on the sidewalk. They'd, you know, they weren't afraid of humans. That's pretty impressive. But these crows (laughs) in Seattle... (laughs) They're, they legitimately think they're better than you. They own the place, and they do. It's yeah. just that's just a hard reality. No, they the just situation. run this joint. Yeah, the the crows in Seattle are are the they're they're the boss. If you piss off a crow, they'll they'll single you out. They remember your face. They'll harass you. We know a dude, Will Gardner. Yeah, uh, he was harassed by a crow for like two weeks once. At Her- one of my old apartments, I was out. So I was out walking the dog. I turned back down the street, back towards the apartment. I see this guy out there who's like really going after his black and mild, and he's holding a broom and just like staring up into the into the sky. And I see him, and we make eye contact, and he just goes, "These motherfucking crows won't stop dive bombing me." <laughs> <laughs> what did he do to the crows, though? That's the I have thing. no idea. But he was like ready to fight them off. Like he's yeah. like, "I'm gonna smoke my fucking cigar." And I'm going to fight these crows away from me because I don't, like, I hate them. The crows here are awesome. Yeah. Like, there's a crow uh, that'll come down onto one of these branches. I'm actually pointing because this is a visual medium. (laughs) Indeed, indeed. (laughs) It's right outside my living room Welcome to the Dan Patrick Show, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) But there's a crow that will hang out around the same time every evening before the sun goes down. And just kind of like watch TV with me. He'll watch the shitty giants. You should open the window and feed him. He'll be your best friend forever. I got screens. Also, no. (laughs) (laughs) I don't need. I the Harold is fine. The one crow that I have is fine. (laughs) He just shows up, hangs around for maybe an hour. He stands on the same branch on the same spot, sits there, and then flies away. He just doesn't mind. They're just like, just chilling. It's just one of the spots he stops at. He's like, I just want to catch 9 p.m. Sports Center, man. Yeah, maybe he's a Giants fan. Maybe he's like, I gotta see what Mike Yastrzemski does today. Is so serious question? Is Mike Yastrzemski related to Carl Yastrzemski, or yeah, is that his, just a coincidence? He's his grandson. Uh, okay, and he beat a, he beat his rookie home run record. There's Pretty a nice story. There's a lot of kids in the league right now who are like children of greats. Like yeah. You got Vladdy Jr., you got uh, Lourdes Gurriel Jr., you got Bo Bichette. Well, Dante Bichette was not a great, exactly. Dante Bichette was pretty fucking good. He was good, but he, was he good wasn't. for your squad, too. Yeah, he was, but he wasn't. He was not a great. Yeah, he was you know? like a. Yeah, he was like a B, a B player. Yeah. He was. He's not a guy you were mad to have around, but he also was not, like, great. Yeah. Well, all the hype was around uh, Vlad. Baby Vlad. And it turns out, like, Fernando Tatis Jr. and Bo Bichette are way more refined products um, at uh, at this point. What's his name? Uh, Biggio's kid. What's, uh, What's his first name? Caven. 
C-A-V-A-N, the most Utah name you could give somebody. Caven Biggio. <laughs> is, is Biggio a Mormon? I don't know, maybe. Uh, is he Utah? I don't know, it's, <laughs> but it's Utah? like Braden, but more complicated. Okay. Yeah. Also, yeah. every single person who has ever played lacrosse is named Braden now. Um, Braden, um, maybe... Uh, I mean, I guess in the 90s, they all would have been Chadwick. But Chadwick's not a thing anymore. There's no Chads. Do you know any Chads? Uh, no. I mean, like... No. A fictional Chads. Yeah, no, like, stereotypical Chads. Like, people who are like, what a Chad. Yeah, that, but that's yeah, about that doesn't it. count. I need, yeah. like, an actual person. No, I don't know any named actual people Chad. named Chad. Yeah, yeah, that was a 90s thing. Yeah, very 90s thing. Now just Brayden. Brayden, Jaden. Uh, putting, like, just unnecessary Ys yeah. in names. Uh... Yeah. Brayden spelled B R A Y D Y N. Yeah, I don't, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where America got that from, but they just were like, "Yo, let's Salt Lake City, some, let's put some Y's in this shit, man." We we need to spice this. We need to spice Jason up. It's like, <laughs> let's put a Y in there, and then another Y. Well, there was Jason Williams, J A Y S O N, and I feel like now Jason is like. J-A-I-Y-S-Y-I-N or something. <laughs> I fully expect J-A-Y-S-Y-N to be a thing. Jason. Yeah. Two Ys. Double Y Jason. Double Y Jason. What? Which will leave all of us going, why? I don't know. I'm named Patrick. Fucking <laughs> 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 no. Named after, I'm named. I'm named after my grandmother, who didn't have any. Who's Patricia? She didn't have any unnecessary Y's in her name. We didn't call me old fashioned, but I'm named after an old. You weren't named after Patricia, spelled P Y A Y T R Y C Y C H Y A. No, I'm just named after an old white woman who liked Virginia Slims and vodka. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> said literally whatever was on her mind to me. She used to call me her little fullback. Inappropriate! <laughs> Why? <laughs> Were we supposed to talk about sports on this podcast? I don't know. Possibly. Yeah, it's on the list. We haven't done it yet. We're 30, <laughs> 30 minutes in. It's the summer. There's it's nothing summer. happening. There's really nothing happening. Oh no, week one of the NFL is about to happen. At which point... Two people will have a good game, and then everyone will be like, what if they're the best player who ever existed? And then in week eight, everyone will be like, well, I guess not now. We recently went to an NFL game last month. That's true. We went to a preseason football game. I had a lot of fun. It was great. I remember most of it. I remember the parts of the game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we went, what did we get? We, uh, the uh, week one Seahawks and uh, Broncos game. Yeah, uh, with some uh, friends of ours. Man, preseason football fucking sucks. I hate it. I had a lot of fun there. <laughs> no, like I, mean, I have being nothing at the game was yeah. fun. The actual football was pointless. Oh yeah. yeah, you're basically just like I hope no one gets hurt. Yeah, like ninety percent of the starters didn't even play. I know. And here's the other thing too: Russell is like, Wilson put a helmet on. That was pretty nice. Yeah, that was cool. I was into that. Um, Von Miller didn't even put on shoulder pads. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's a that's like 
the normal move, I think, if you're not going to play. Just don't put on any pads. But Russell Wilson probably did it because he's corny and he wants to let everyone know, hey, man, there's a chance I might go out there. What if all the quarterbacks die? I don't know. And you're like, wow, that was dark. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and then uh, Geno Smith and Paxton Lynch played the whole game. So that was cool. Geno Smith, that was amazing. Jets legend Geno Smith, one of the greatest Jets of all time. Remember when he got punched in the face by his own teammate who broke his jaw and then he was out for like a month? Yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he's Jets legend. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> Just like Tim Tebow's Jets legend, Tim Tebow. No, Tim Tebow is a Broncos legend. Let's not get it twisted. Drafted in the first round by Josh McDaniels, the worst head coach who ever lived. And then John Fox just shows up and is like, I guess we're just going to run the fucking triple option now. That was crazy, dude. <laughs> that 2011 was fucking bonkers. Just, I had uh, no Sean Moreno and Tim Tebow on my fantasy team. Because, you know, I'm not good at this. No, and, no, of course not. Because, yes. And that's, that's yeah. totally a situation. And I got myself into the playoffs on those two idiots. Because, because that's no what Sean they Moreno. do. They yeah. went the Wildcat. It was fucking stupid. I remember watching these games and just, like, rubbing my head going, oh, my God. <laughs> How are they scoring points? And it's not that they scored a lot of points. They just scored enough points. And I remember, like, I watched a lot of those late-season games. Brutal. And, like, it, we'd be, like, the Broncos, I say we, none of you, I'm sure no one listening to this is a Broncos fan. It's just me. I'm talking to myself here. But We, we get no Denver listeners. Yeah, I figured not. <laughs> in our <laughs> metrics. But, um, you'd see Tebow, like, we're trying to, like, drive down the field to go, like, tie the game up, and he'd drop back to throw the ball, and then panic and then just take off and you just you know no one would tackle him he'd pick up a first down and then suddenly you're on the fucking 25 yard line with i don't know 38 seconds left and the same shit would keep happening over and over and over and over and of course they he did it to the jets at least once which you know if it's gonna happen to anyone it's gonna happen to the jets but still um what a weird year. And he threw exactly one good pass. Um, to a wide open. Wide open to Marius Thomas, Thomas in the first round of the playoffs, who took it 80 yards for a score to give him, I think, he threw for 300 and what, whatever the fucking Bible verse he wrote on his eye black yeah. at Florida was. 316? 315? Yeah. I forget. It was, and he was also... Like, probably 3 for 16 passing. Yeah. Or something. Everything was 316, and the whole world lost their mind. And now he's in a Mets AAA. <laughs> <laughs> we thought for sure he would come up. But they're. Oh, no, I was no. certain. I <laughs> was certain. The Mets are miraculously in a playoff race. <laughs> <laughs> they can't afford it. If they were if they were ten games out, oh Tim Tebow would be a professional baseball player right fucking now. Tim Tebow but... would be wearing David Wright's number <laughs> <laughs> and be citing Daryl Strawberry as one of his mentors. <laughs> It would be amazing. It would be fucking amazing. God bless the Mets. God bless the Mets. I love their existence. I just I just love that like someone took all the worst parts of the Giants and all the worst parts of the Dodgers and was like, hey, let's make a team out of that. And then they call them the Mets. They even the took the, the Mets are logo. like a team. They show up like, hey, we have these good players. So what if we're bad, though? Yeah, I love it. Yeah. 
Well, because like the Mets were they exist because they wanted to pay tribute to former New York baseball teams, the Giants and the Dodgers. Took orange from the Giants, blue from the Dodgers, and they're like, "Yeah, but what if we take all the shittiest parts of those teams <laughs> and then make them a thing?" So we're gonna suck, but we're gonna it. make you think that we could be good. Oh, I love it so much. I love the Mets. They're so great. Ugh. <laughs> terrible. They're terrible. I mean. No, they're great. I'm going to say they're great. (laughs) I'm going to continue down this path. So speaking of baseball, let's hit a topic. Okay. Uh, Let's hit a topic 36 minutes and 45 seconds into this podcast. Is this about my ideas for summer sports that would be better than uh, midseason baseball? I tried to get you to do that. You didn't want to. (laughs) I have several ideas. Do you want to run them through real fast? Let's do it. Why not? What's the worst that could happen? Number one, soccer, but good. (laughs) What does soccer but good entail? Yeah, it's like soccer, sh- but it's good now. Or just show me re- entire replayed games of European leagues. No, yeah, like, exactly. What if some Americans played soccer, but they were good at it? I, yeah, all right. All right. <laughs> all right uh, yeah, let's do soccer, but good. Number two, Australian, Australian rules football. Yeah, I've heard things about that. I have no idea how it works, but it seems like it could be fun. It seems wild AF. There's a whole lot of people kicking stuff and slamming into each other, which is what makes football appealing in the first place. Sounds like people hurt each other. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. Football. Number three, not cricket. Do not put cricket into the summer schedule. Okay. It's just baseball, but it takes longer. Does baseball not take enough time? Yeah, but it baseball takes plenty of time. Cricket takes more time. Cricket yeah, takes fucking like forever. Weeks, cricket right? is like multiple days of like, let's play cricket. We don't need this. No one in this country has the patience for that. Okay. Uh, Number four, I guess, track, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I'll watch a track. Yeah, well, okay. Some people could be fast and maybe jump over some stuff. I'll watch a track. They could throw things. It's fine. I'll I'll watch someone do a track. Yeah. Number five. Agility. Dog agility competitions. Yeah, I would... Any kind of dog competition, I I want this bump to... I'm actually just going to edit your list right here in your notes. I'm going to... Mm, go for it. I'm just going to go ahead and put this at number one. <laughs> <laughs> it's the just... best possible thing you could do. Just have dogs do things on obstacle courses. Yeah. The dog is having a good time and is super excited and gets a bunch of snacks. And then, yeah. Yo, you're actually doing this. Actual number one, dog agility competitions. Yeah, I just want to see puppos do doggo stuff, man. Yeah, it sounds great, right? Yeah, I'm in on it. Seems fun Let's as hell. Go. They okay. can do like the long jump out into the water while they chase a ball, and then they go swim out and get the ball, and they're yeah. so happy about the whole thing. But if all they want to do is just chill, that's cool, too. Gold medal good. for every dog. All yeah. dogs get gold a gold medal, medal. for every dog, yeah. But sometimes they like do a slalom course. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, right. Number six, extreme math exams. I hate you. I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how this would work. It would definitely be extreme. I mean, I would watch someone do a math exam if, like, they were, like, just out of high school, college <laughs> And you'd get them super fucking high, like really smart kids who sure yeah no get them super high and, and then make them like ridiculous deal. fucking things on a board, do ridiculous equations on a board. I would watch that. 
I will watch that shit if it was. We like... take we take the entire incoming class at MIT. We oh, smoke them out as hardcore as we can, and then we stick them on a roller coaster, make oh, okay. them ride the roller coaster, and we're like, hey, quick, solve this math problem. Yeah. I would have just been cool with, like, edibles, but yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I, I want to see, I, I definitely want to see some, some kids do math. All right. Let's do, let's make kids do math. Math is good for you, everybody. That actually seems like a great, great idea. I, <laughs> I want to pitch that to the Ocho today. Trademark uh, 2019, uh, Jake Whipple and Patrick on the internet, extreme math competition. Yeah. Shit, UW's right there. UW is right over right there. there. It's like, we could, we, we could walk, walk there right UW. now. I was like, eh, we don't want SU kids. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, we can also go to SU. No. That's right there. And I was no, like, no, ah. no, no, no. No, yeah. that's not. I, that, I, we don't want them. I went there for a year and a half. Uh, number seven, <laughs> uh, volleyball is, that's cool. Volleyball is cool. Uh, right? It was cool in Top Gun. Yeah. No one was, was like, it? mad about it. Of course, it defined the fucking movie. Wait, the volleyball scene defined the movie about fighter pilots? What movie were you watching? <laughs> of course it did. <laughs> Get out of here, you Philistine. <laughs> I'm offended by this. Of course it did, everyone. Uh, <laughs> so maybe volleyball. I don't know. Okay. Uh, <laughs> number eight, we should just play basketball year-round all the time. Don't stop doing basketball. Yeah, I want... I want G League basketball during the summer. Dude, I have so but not many summer league basketball. I have so many <laughs> hardcore ideas about how basketball should actually operate cuz the way it should operate is mostly about how soccer works because a huge portion of the world really likes basketball. Yeah, everyone loves basketball. Like there's a whole lot of opportunity for international competitions and then like club tournaments and shit like send the San Antonio Spurs to go play CSKA Moscow for no reason. Fuck Hell it. Yeah. Whatever. Why not? Like sounds great. What's the worst that could happen? Yeah, just do like do random tournaments. Like come up with a Champions League for basketball. It sounds fucking awesome. Do that. Stop like stop listening to any of the other things I have said so far and just do this thing. Number 9. As as someone who does this podcast, I would like you to listen to the, all the other things that Jake says to do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just invested in it. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> Number nine. Everyone should do tennis more and louder. What do you mean, like, uh, like uh, Sharapova screeches? No, um, she goes, that oh! just make everyone try to pay attention more. Okay, yeah. but not like. Playing tennis loudly. I don't know. If there were fireworks involved, I would be more, uh, slightly more invested. Explosions would be tight. Yeah. But not actual ones, just the sound of explosions. Like, have someone just make sound effects during yeah. tennis. Be great. Just some guy going like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. No, yeah. I'm with it. Yeah. Tennis is cool. I was actually watching the US Open earlier today, which was fun as hell. Yeah. Generally, for me, tennis is a thing that I read about later. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that sounds about right. Um, also, so a major gymnastics tournament happened. This is oh, number yeah. 10, by the way. Simone Biles won a major tournament. She is the greatest gymnast of all time. She did multiple things that no one has ever done before. Yeah, Simone Biles is awesome. Yeah, nobody paid attention. So... Number 11, I think the problem might just be that nobody cares. 
that nobody's paying attention to these things. There are other sports happening. There are other people doing things. And nobody's listening. But ESPN keeps telling me about LeBron and Tom Brady, though. Right, right. That's why number 11 is, I don't know, maybe we'll do rugby sevens, but I don't know. Not really. <laughs> like, I don't know. It's, it's oh, right. I altered the fucking list. So yeah. it's like, all right, never mind. Everything went down. One. <laughs> so number 13, again, I think the problem is actually that no one is paying attention to the athletic activities that do happen during the course of the summer. It's that we just ignore the big four, big five, whatever they might be, in order to build up storylines over the course of time in order to sell those seasons like yeah. that show up in the fall, the winter and the spring. And then like, of course, mid season, like nobody gives a shit about mid season baseball, but yeah, you but pay all the other sports yeah. that are yeah. happening, but there's a bunch of other stuff that goes on, except nobody actually does anything about it really. Um, but ESPN is very invested in telling me what Baker Mayfield's going to do next oh, year. extremely invested. For literally the past six months. Yeah. I am now forced to care about a quarterback who I've only seen play, like, twice. Yep. All right. Also, now that the Browns apparently aren't going to suck, that's a, that's a whole storyline. The Browns, not going to go 1-15, so everyone pay attention. We'll see about that. Yeah, the NFL is a hell of a league. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes the NFL corrects itself in hilarious ways. Number 14. We should just keep showing poker all the time, except the winners get executed in order to show the rich what we're going to do to them. Right. Yeah. Yeah, we'll just guillotine all of the winners of poker tournaments. We, you guillot we guillotine a pit boss. Guillotine everybody. Guillotine <laughs> everybody. Yeah, I like it when I like it when the rich get guillotined. So okay, yeah. I'm I'm on board with that. All right, now yeah. fifteen. Number fifteen, like really seriously, a whole lot of sports things happened that could have had narratives built around them that we could have seriously paid attention to with legitimate great athletes being a part of that nobody really listened to because they were way more focused on the fact that Antonio Brown accidentally put his feet in a cryogenic chamber and fucked up his, uh, the soles of his feet, which that sucks, but you know, whatever. But then we all had to yell at him about his helmet, which was probably just a gimmick to like make hard knocks more interesting. Yeah, we did do that for three weeks, didn't yeah, we? It was a solid month. <laughs> we did, we did of just three like weeks everyone of Antonio Brown. Three yeah. three weeks of being mad at Antonio Brown for literally nothing when there is absolutely no way in hell he's gonna make, miss week one ah, miss week one because he would like that paycheck. Yeah. As would I. Number sixteen, professional Yahtzee. Alright. Yeah. Why not? Sure, fuck it. Whatever. It's the same thing as poker. We can guillotine the Yahtzee players, too. Poor <laughs> <laughs> up-and-coming Yahtzee players who had never, ever had a chance to ever go pro at their sport in their whole lives in the one tournament they get. Jake's guillotining them. <laughs> I just assume there's way more money in Yahtzee than uh, anyone would have possibly anticipated. All right. Number 17, like... The real, like the real answer to all of this is the WNBA is happening. One of the most popular sports 
in America, basketball is happening in the women's league, and I could not tell you a fucking thing about it. Not one. Yeah, I mean and that's got like again, that's a reflection on me for not trying to keep up with it, but it's also a reflection on sports media for not following it. You have to have like a, a weird cable package to like get WNBA or pay for the the the, the yearly thing. Yeah, I will say the WNBA is going to be an NBA 2K this year, which Good. comes out on Friday. The WNBA, like, you get to play as the WNBA players. It's going to be fucking great. Wait, are we doing SpawnCon? What's SpawnCon? Sponsored content. Yes, WNBA in NBA 2020. They're not paying us anything. Oh, no. fuck. This All right, fuck. just me saying a thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we don't get I wish that. I wish that we that's like that's actually kind of cool. That, like, they're including the women's league in the actual yeah. game itself. It's a small, it's a small step, but it is a step. Yeah. So, I'm stoked. I'm stoked to play as the Sparks. I don't have a WNBA team, so I guess I'm stoked to play as the Storm. That's that's your WNBA team, then. No, I I Looks chose like you them. Just picked one right I did. now as we speak. I live in Seattle, and there's a WNBA team here. They are my team. And Pretty I will fucking good. Live or die with them. Yeah. I don't know. No one will tell me. Every yeah. time I turn on a sports network, they're not interested in telling me how the WNBA is going. They want to tell me about um, Tom Brady. They want to tell me about uh, a lot of LeBron. Like, <laughs> let's be real. Like a lot of a, it's a lot of LeBron talk. It's a lot of uh, it's a lot of. Will the Lakers are the Lakers gonna be hurt by losing Boogie? Yeah, they are. Yeah, we'll I would hurt their title chances. Although they did replace him yeah. with an excellent center, like really a solid one I'm with no. Uh, I don't know. Who, yeah, I don't know. Well, this is a guy who's had no known injury history, who definitely did not sit out the entirety of last year with a uh, lower back slash buttocks injury. Never heard of him. Yeah. Uh, his name is Dwight Howard. Oh, uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. You know, he's tall. Okay, sounds. That sounds cool. Yeah. At one point, he used to play for the Orlando Magic. No, no, no. What's he, that? He uh, single-handedly dragged them to a uh, NBA final. Right. Right. Shit. Oh, we won that final. <laughs> <laughs> that was one of those things. Yeah. It was against the Lakers, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no. Pau Gasol and Kobe Bryant Forced me into up. acknowledging yeah. his presence <laughs> <laughs> by, by making me talk about a Lakers title. <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> and now he's on your team. A second time. Yeah. Would you like to tell us about how that first time went? Um, oh, man. Super team. Am I right? We had Steve Nash, Kobe mm-hmm. Bryant, Dwight Howard, Pau Gasol. Steve, How'd it go? How'd Steve, you do? Steve Blake. I'm not done. Yeah. Super team. I'm t- super Steve team Blake. Steve St- you put Blake. Steve Blake on a super team? Steve Blake. Steve Blake. Decent point guard for the University of Maryland. Swaggy P. <laughs> uh, um, so Iggy Azalea's ex-boyfriend. Iggy Azalea's ex-boyfriend. Uh, we had uh, Matt Barnes. Human mugshot Matt noted, Barnes. Noted, noted Kobe dislike for Matt <laughs> Barnes. I mean, most people are Kobe. Di- like, if you... If you 
if you know of Kobe Bryant, you're like, oh, I don't really like that guy. Even the people who pretend to like him. He's terrible. Except for Kobe, Kobe Bryant stands. is bad. Yeah. Not not great. You know our you everyone knows Every, our stance. You can find us on the episode literally titled Kobe Bryant is Bad saying what we think about Kobe Bryant. Yeah. So anyways, um Dwight actually we didn't have a great year when we had Dwight. Uh, is that how you would put that? Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to start with it wasn't great. Uh, a lot of people got injured. Um, Dwight didn't play terribly, but we blamed him for everything because that's just how Lakers fans are. We're the worst kind of people. That's true. Unless you're a Celtics fan, then you're the worst kind of people. <laughs> no, but any and all Boston sports fans can go to hell. That's true. We blamed him for everything. Uh, things didn't go well, and then he left, and then we got mad at him, even though we blamed him for everything. Where did he go after? Did he go to Atlanta after that? Straight to Houston. Houston. Oh, he did the Houston thing, and then yeah. he went to Atlanta, and then Charlotte, and then I'm sure where he was after that. The but Wizards. now he's back. Oh, the Wizards. That's right. Yeah. And now he's back. Uh, cool. And not good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not a fan. Oh well. What are you gonna do? <laughs> mm, I don't know. I rooted for Jama- JaVale McGee last year, so honestly, this I don't know, point, JaVale, it's all. <laughs> I spent a decent amount of my uh, basketball rooting life rooting for JaVale McGee, and that dude is fun as hell. Yeah, when he can stay on the court, yeah. The Lakers played the shit out of him last year. Like, yeah, you don't want him okay. to be spending more than 20 minutes on the court. He has asthma. <laughs> it's hard. <laughs> like, it's very hard for him to stay on the court. And we were playing him like 30 minutes a game. That yeah, sounds right. And then we did a very smart thing of um, getting rid of our backup center. Because you don't need... Who was very productive. You don't need Zubach. You just let let JaVale play 40 minutes a game. <laughs> With asthma. Always the smart choice. Yeah. The Lakers are an incredibly intelligent organization that's definitely not going to fail at winning a title this I would year. say they're extremely well run. And they definitely didn't get LeBron just by being in L.A. so that he could further his post-playing career. LeBron definitely doesn't regret all of this. <laughs> all the time in the back of his head. <laughs> I don't know. I don't... It's definitely not a lingering thought that he's convinced that probably A.D. might leave. If things don't go perfectly this year, which they can't because it's the Lakers. I actually don't think LeBron is sitting there thinking, fuck, this might have been a bad choice. Maybe there would have been a better scenario for me somewhere else. In L.A. (laughs) Possibly the Clippers, (laughs) honestly. (laughs) But hey, he got AD. He's got his big two... And then also he's, Dwight Howard is there. He's got, he's got, he's got, yeah. Also Kyle Kuzma. Kyle Kuzma's there to score points. Hey, play like, defense. dude, shit. Like, it's not out. Here's, I'm going to say something entirely non-sarcastic in order to try and support you as a fan. It is not impossible Kyle Kuzma turns into slightly better Kyle Korver. Okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> are you just talking about players named Kyle who are good at basketball? Well, it's that, or he could be much worse Clay Thompson. 
I mean, shit. He's already he's already bad Trevor Rezus. <laughs> <laughs> Where we, can we go from there? <laughs> I don't know. You should try having a uh, all-star center and a on the up and up point guard and also Paul Millsap is there. Yeah. Paul Millsap. Yeah, I said Paul Millsap. Instead instead I'm just I'm like, okay, I have the greatest player of all time and then some stuff and Anthony Davis is also pretty great. But let's see if he stays healthy. Like, if if a team that is has LeBron James and Anthony Davis on it fails to make the playoffs, I might have to reconsider my LeBron is the GOAT's take. Don't do that. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> he already failed to take a team to the playoffs last year. Yeah, that team sucked. I know, but so did the Cavaliers team that he took to the finals the year before that. They yeah, were but that team objectively... sucked differently. They did. They sucked. I would say they sucked worse, but they sucked differently because they knew how to play together. Exactly. It was like yes. shitty players that were like, "Well, we know how to do it." And also Kevin Love. Yeah, it was a bu- that was a shitty team full of vets. Whereas yeah. that, like the Lakers team last year, was a shitty team full of rookies. Yeah, Di- a whole different dynamic is what I would say. All right. So moving on from summer sports in the NBA, let's just talk about new baseball. Okay. Have you heard this about this phenomenon of new baseball? Yes, baseball with home runs in it. Yeah, so baseball did an unprecedented thing, I would say, in 2017. They changed their baseballs, and they didn't tell anyone. Yeah, the, uh, the juiced ball, yes. Yeah, Rob Manfred, the commissioner of baseball, who's tasked with basically fixing baseball. After Bud Selig did all the things that Bud Selig did to baseball over I particularly his liked when he decided that the All-Star game had to have real-life implication. <laughs> My favorite thing that Bud <laughs> Selig did was enabling a league-wide drug epidemic, turning his, a blind eye to it so he could profit off of it and making millions and billions of dollars for his league. And then as soon as the authorities came by and started sniffing around, he was he threw them all under the bus. I like the All Star game thing, but you know, fair enough. Yeah, mine's a little darker <laughs> than that. <laughs> the thing that Bud Selig did that I hate the most is that. Is that he was he took all that Sammy Sosa money. <laughs> it was like he just started just grabbing all that Sammy Sosa money and then as soon as the feds come around he's like oh Sammy Sosa's a terrible human he did the steroids can you believe it I had no idea he might have done two steroids he might have done the steroids yeah anyway new baseball tell but me about it new baseball um balls go farther everyone's uppercutting because of that uh everyone's changed their swing so everyone's pulling um there's more metrics involved. Uh, there's more shifts. Um, defensively, people are being placed in situations where you would have never thought they would be 10 years ago. I often see spray charts where you'll see a hitter come up and you'll see the field split up into fifths with yeah. um, where that ball is most likely to go. Yeah. I mean, most second basemen are playing shallow center or shallow right field right now. <laughs> Every time there's a left, a, a lefty up to bat. This is why Kiel, Kyle Seeger hit two eleven last year. Yeah, they yeah. they figured out his pull dynamic, and yeah, it, it, new baseball has a lot of old timers. Um, 
a little upset. Um, Bob Nightingale, about a month ago, wrote an article about how baseball lifers are really annoyed at this new baseball dynamic because players, there's no hit and runs. Uh, stealing doesn't matter anymore. Everyone's hitting home runs. Um, because of <clears throat> metrics, everyone knows where the shifts are going to be. And, you know, it's kind of just a math game at this point. Everyone's min-maxing to, like, they're basically out here playing Dungeons & Dragons. Yeah, why would you not do that, though? I know, of course, <laughs> if you were interested in winning baseball, it makes perfect sense. But all these, all these, all these, all these baseball lifers, including uh, managers such as Joe Madden, for, what, thought of as one of the more progressive managers of his time, is now mad at new baseball. What's he mad about? Uh, it's just different. He doesn't have... Oh, he doesn't to... like the different part. Yeah. At the end of the day, he's an old dude. <laughs> he's mad. He's yelling at everyone <laughs> to get off his lawn. Uh, so why why would this be bad? Like, what's wrong with new baseball? What, like... What is there to actually say that is bad about the way baseball is played now? Like, if... So here's, the, so here's my deal. If everyone has figured out a series of strategies in order how to play baseball effectively, and also... I won't I won't harp on this, but I want to throw it out that like I don't think steals are undervalued. Like oh we don't steal bases anymore. Like no, a stolen base with no out still turns a guy on first who is I think the statistic is point oh one five runs, mm-hmm. and a guy on second with no outs is point zero four two runs. Yeah, which is a massive like that's something close to a. Th- uh, 300% run increase right there. Yeah. Except they want to get there instead of a single or a walk or however they get on base and then a steal because that's two steps to just hit a double. I mean, yeah, doubles are awesome. <laughs> that's kind of like the idea is just hit the ball way harder. Get people who hit the, who make super solid contact. That seems like a very smart idea. Get the guys yeah. who hit the ball very squarely and hit it hard and then can go to second base. Not a, again, all right. Not not going to argue about that particular incident. What is what the fuck is wrong with that though? Like why would you say that that's bad? Um because they don't want things to be different than the way it is. I mean, how do why do a lot of old people get mad? At, why do about uh, at things that are different? Why why do I get mad at EDM? <laughs> uh, because it's terrible. That's exactly. <laughs> it just isn't the same thing that I'm used to, and it's no, 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 no. Like EDM is objectively bad. Yeah. Have you I... listened to it? It's not good. It's not great. I don't get anything out of it. Remember it... when everyone thought screamo was good in like the early '90s? That's what EDM is. It's it's like that. It is a it is, except that. Maybe it's not. Maybe this is the future of music, and I'm just like out. You no, know what I mean? no, you just don't do the right drugs. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty sure I've actually done the right drugs. For EDM. <laughs> and you still don't like it, yeah? No, I still don't. I don't listen to that. I don't listen to EDM <laughs> when I do EDM drugs. Womp 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 that's when the beat drops yeah i don't like it it's not great i'm not happy with it i hate it youths get off my lawn same thing though right it's like 
someone just being like, this isn't what I'm used to. I'm not happy. Um, it might, dem- and plus the home runs specifically are diminishing other home run records, which we all know. So the fuck what? Base- old baseball dudes hate it. Hate it. When they feel that legacies are being erased. Like when What's- Barry Bonds was hitting all those home runs. Old baseball dudes fucking hated that shit. So here's, here's a question I have, and you might, I, actually, I don't know the answer to this at all. Has anyone even attacked a doubles record recently? No. Last person I've seen that could attack a doubles record was like Jeff Kent. Sure. Brett Boone. Objectively good. Well, Brett Boone sucked, but Jeff Kent was a very good baseball player. Brett Boone was good for like Brett, two or three Brett years. Brett Boone was good. Um, but so, if you're so worried. All right. Baseball in general, has a tendency to fetishize, like, old records. Things that haven't been broken in some time. And then everybody learns how to hit home runs, right? Yeah. But that Babe Ruth 60 home run season was so important to so many people for about, what, what, like, 40 years? Yeah. Yeah, like, a solid, like, a solid, if you were born in that era when Babe Ruth hit 60 home runs... By the time that he, by the, by the time Roger Maris hit sixty-one, you could conceivably have your first grandchild, mm-hmm. right? Which that's one that's a re- reflection on the way culture evolves over time, but it's also just a reflection on the way that time seems to pass, right? Yeah. And those so those home run records mean a whole lot to a whole lot of people, and even when Roger Maris broke that record, everyone wanted to discount it. One, because he wasn't Mickey Mantle, who was also on pace to break that record before he got hurt that year. Yeah. And also because of the, what was it, a six-game or like an eight-game increase in the season length? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. They were they were mad about it. Someone yeah. was mad about it. Everybody was mad at Roger Maris for just hitting home runs like a regular-ass baseball player should try to do. Yeah. Right? Because, because baseball is just about legacies. Or not, it shouldn't be about that, because that's a weird thing for a sport that's happening right now to be. And I think this is where a lot of disconnect between young sports fans and baseball is, is that baseball's really obsessed with how it was a long time ago. And it shouldn't be because it sucked. No, it was bad. Like, it wasn't (laughs) as good. Like, there literally was no such thing as a slider until, like, 1948. Yeah. Like... Babe Ruth had never seen a Clayton Kershaw curveball. Yeah. That was not a thing that existed until very recently. Yeah, I'm not interested in watching a baseball where Latinos aren't pitching or yeah. playing at all. <laughs> like, that just doesn't make any sense to me. That seems awful. Everyone gets very excited about Vlad Guerrero Jr., the child of Vlad Guerrero, two people who would not have been allowed to play baseball prior to, like, 1954. Yeah. Yeah, I don't... I mean, I, you'd have to imagine that a lot of this comes from America's uh, obsession with, with uh, being very racist <laughs> and wanting no, like, to go back to days where, where, where brown and black people weren't allowed to do things. That's kind of, I think, that's where a chunk of it comes from. It's not even... It's, it's so, certainly where it comes from in, in the case of Aubrey Huff. Sure. Well, yeah. Uh, so get into that because I don't know a whole lot about what Aubrey Huff said. So like he's he's Walmart brand Kurt Schilling. 
uh, he's not big oh, enough. Oh, God, that's the meanest thing I've ever heard it said about <laughs> anyone. He's not big enough to, like, stir the pot, but he's constantly trying. Uh, he just constantly says, like, Islamophobic shit. Uh, he says very sexist shit. He's trying to, like, be the conservative voice of baseball, but no one pays attention except for, like, chunks of baseball fans who know Aubrey Huff. And he 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 actually weighed in on this Bob Nightingale piece and said that it was great and that the game is trash right now and, you know, it used to be better back when he played 10 years ago. Dope. <laughs> like, <laughs> basically what Aubrey's saying is, wow, it was way better when I was there winning a World Series because of Buster Posey. <laughs> but now it's all bad. Everything sucks now and everyone yeah. is worse. Yeah. And mean, and way, I don't like them. It's way better when Buster Posey and Tim Lincecum were winning me a title. <laughs> but yeah, he he's one of those people that where when I see his take, I'm like, oh well, there's definitely a little bit of racism in this. Like he he wants baseball to be back in the old timey days. Like he's looking at, he's like, oh, I want it to be back in like the '40s, and you know, classic classic old racist stuff. Let me ask you a question. Hmm. Which stadium, if you had to go watch two random-ass teams, not their home stadium, which stadium would you want to go see a baseball game in? One stadium. To watch the most fun version of baseball you can picture. One stadium anywhere. I go to Wrigley Field. Wrigley? Yeah. Okay. Why? Uh, It's... It's the most historic. It's not Boston. It has its problems. <laughs> it's not the Boston. The north side has its problems. Uh, yes. It's the most historic. Uh, it's the most nonsense yard. If the wind's blowing in a certain direction, it can be the dumbest game of all time. And I like that. That's why I would go. This is going to sound like a homer pick, but I'm answering my own question. Coors Field. <laughs> Which version of Coors Field are we talking about? Are we talking about pre-2010? Oh, pre-Humidor Coors Field, yeah, of without course. The, well, I mean, the Humidor was cool, but when, they, when Coors Field had a Rockies guy regulating the balls, games were fucking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to use the word cheating because it doesn't matter. It happened and it happened. Same ball. Who knows? Who fucking knows? But it was hilarious when it'd be like, oh man, Rockies are down 11 to 2 in the seventh inning. It's like, you, you're like, okay, that game's over. And then all of a sudden, Rockies win! 13 to <laughs> 11. 13 to 12 on a walk off <laughs> home run in the 11th. And I'm like, okay, they fucked with it. <laughs> <laughs> but that's fun, man. Like, it's that's hilarious. fun. <laughs> it's hilarious. It's fun. The 2009 Rockies were out of control. Out of fucking they are, control. It's a bonkers team in a bonkers stadium they where hit. shit doesn't break and you just smack the shit out of the ball all the time. Ryan Spielborg's hit that grand slam off of, I want to say, fuck, which Giants pitcher gave that shit up? I think it was Bobby Howry gave up the gigantic fucking grand slam to put the Rockies in the playoffs to take the Giants out of the playoffs. Tremendous. I'll take one of those. <laughs> <laughs> Tremendous, tremendous, tremendous situation at Coors Field. The 2009 Rockies were nuts. I don't know specifically if 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 they were doing that ball shit. It doesn't matter because it already happened. It's it's, it's over past. now. But it was fucking awesome. And I can say that it's awesome because the Giants won a title a year later, so I don't have to like 
continue to stew in that shit and be mad at it because that's fucking sad. So you would say that new baseball is bad? No, new baseball is amazing. Explain. Uh, I like more home runs. Uh, that I, seems fair, but it's not deep enough. I like to see baseball played to its max potential. I want to see people. I want to see teams doing the most to win. This is why I follow advanced metrics because that's it tells you exactly who's doing the most to win. It, t- it tells you what players actually have the most value, and I think new baseball is now maximizing that because of advanced metrics being so prevalent in today's game. We have like teams doing shifts that seem annoying when you're watching because you're like, oh my god, I can't believe we're like they're stacking the deck against this players because they have to because the numbers say that it works and it generally does. I do love seeing four infielders on the uh, right field side of second base yeah, and a hitter still trying to fucking yank the ball into right field. Well, because you know how you beat the shift? <laughs> you hit it over him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's how that works. It's and actually, I love it. Like Cody the thing that kills me man. is like every single major league baseball hitter. Like everyone's like, why don't you just bunt the ball the other way? I'm like, do you realize that is an extremely hard thing to do? Yeah, yeah. I mean, players have done it. Yeah, and it's great. Uh, but yeah, but now, now the goat, the future goat, is playing new baseball. Mike Trout. Mike Trout is playing new baseball. Well, he he started uppercutting. He's hitting more home runs than he Gasp! Has. Yeah, he's like, he went from playing old baseball, still the greatest player of all time, <laughs> while playing old baseball last year and the year before. He's like, maybe I should hit more home runs. And then he's doing it, dude. Mike Trout has more home runs right now this season than he ever has ever, and he has one month to go. Mike Trout has 44 home runs. What the hell? Mike Trout is up to 8.7 wins above replacement. He's going to hit 10 by the end of this season. No, I'm sure he will because that's what he does. He just like gets 10 wins above replacement. That's his thing. Let's do an update on where Mike Trout is career-wise, who he's passed. Oh, I like don't to... know. I'm going to I'm going to make you uh, give me the numbers. Hit me. Mike Trout update. Okay, here we go. Let's do a Mike Trout update, and we don't have to scroll too far because he's fucking up there. (laughs) (laughs) So Mike Trout passed Derek Jeter. (laughs) (laughs) Mike Trout literally just passed Derek Jeter on all-time wins above replacement. Good. He passed Reggie Jackson, Frank Clark. um, Who? Rod Carew. I know Rod Carew. Frank Thomas. Frank Thomas is that far up on that list? Oh yeah, Frank Thomas was fucking awesome. Shit. Remember he had a he had a career revival in like the mid two thousands. I mean, when, when all the other players uh, got got for doing steroids, Frank Thomas was just like, "I'm just big. Can <laughs> <laughs> I just do this without steroids?" I mean, I motherfuck- don't... Motherfucker could rake. <laughs> I don't like, know. I don't need that. I actually didn't need it the whole time. If he was doing it, who knows? All we know is that Frank Thomas didn't even need the steroids, even <laughs> if he was doing them. Just a big hitter. Second A. Where so where is Mike Trout now on the all time list? He is officially number forty seven all time the greatest player. The number forty seven greatest player of all time. Who's number one? Um number one's Babe Ruth. I mean you rack up all those uh wins above replacement when you don't have to play against anybody. That's true. Who's <laughs> number two okay, who's number two? Bonds. The actual goat. Yeah. yeah. He's the only, actual good one. He's yes. only He's only four wins above replacement behind Babe Ruth. That's wild. That's fucking out of control. (laughs) 
I don't know. If I, don't know, I think if Babe Ruth were a modern baseball player, he'd be good Dan Vogelbach. Yeah. Well, Dan Vogelbach's fucking good right now. <laughs> yeah, but Babe Ruth would be good Dan Vogelbach. I think Babe Ruth would be shitty Adam Dunn. I'm not even giving him a good version of a thing. Shitty Adam Dunn. I don't know. Adam Dunn was pretty shitty. I mean, Adam Dunn... I thought Adam Dunn was good. He was not. He was pretty good. He had a constant on-base percentage above league average and hit for power. But the only thing he did... He was a three true he was a three true Strike outcome out one, guy. Yeah, that was the only thing he ever did. Yeah, if he hit a double, you're fucked because yeah. he's not scoring on a single. No, even with two outs. No, he's not going to do anything. <laughs> I mean, I still he, he he filled a gap in that that was needed for certain teams. I think that he was useful. Most teams would have wanted an Adam Dunn. On I think he. I think um, now Babe Ruth would be more or less Kyle Schwarber. Uh. Maybe with more power. Yeah, I actually think Babe Ruth wouldn't have... Yeah, no, Kyle Schwarber makes a lot of sense because Kyle Schwarber generally has like a lower on-base percentage. It's like closer to league average. Because Babe Ruth's on-base percentage for his career is 444. Well, he never had to see fucking sliders. No. <laughs> he, doesn't, he doesn't know what a knuckle curve is. Well, and Kyle Schwarber can't hit any of those pitches, so, you know. <laughs> <laughs> It's fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> Number three on the list is Willie Mays. Uh, that that I goat, that a I goat buy. Contender that in is his own right. Willie Mays is amazing. A goat contender in his own right could do everything. It 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 sounded sacrilegious four years ago when I dubbed Mike Trout the second coming of Willie Mays. Because it is. I mean, because no one's ever going to be Willie Mays. Yeah. The human being. No. Like, he's just on another level, but... But this is, like, this actually kind of gets into what fucking bugs me about baseball, which is, like, how much it fucking loves its history. Baseball yeah. loves its history. Yeah. And... Uh, I wrote I wrote a bunch about this, and I don't want to, like, get super into it, because we're already running along, but... It's fine. We haven't... We haven't released one in a while. If we release one like, <laughs> and it goes two hours, then good. <laughs> then fuck it, I guess. I don't yeah. know. Um, well, like, baseball has this whole tendency to build a mythology. Like, yeah. they want they want everything to fit into this sort of, like, Roman mythos or, like, this Norse, you know, leading up to Ragnarok or fucking whatever. Like, it's all about legends and, like, Everything was amazing. Perma, yeah, like, these sort of perma-gods. Yeah. But, like, if you don't fit perfectly into the niche that baseball wants you to fit into, then you're just done. I guess, so... Like Barry Bonds. Yeah, well, like Barry Bonds. But also, I kind of want to start with, like, the most unimpeachable person in baseball history. It's not Babe Ruth. Like, it's no. not. It's Roberto Clemente. Yeah. Roberto Clemente is untouchable in baseball history because he hit exactly 3,000 hits and then died in a plane crash and was also, like, part of this narrative baseball likes to tell itself about integration and, like, progressing and, like, becoming a better representative of the American populace as a whole, which doesn't make any real sense. 
really. Yeah. I mean, when when we talk about like baseball legacies and being obsessed with that stuff, that's the kind of history that I'm obsessed with. Like I'm more obsessed with like Jackie Robinson, Roberto Clemente, and like Felipe Alou mm-hmm. than I am the sanctity of fucking Babe Ruth or 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 Lou Gehrig, you know. Great. Yeah. One of the greatest of all time. Great good, good, good. But Legends. I like But I don't give a shit. Like you know what I mean? Like he didn't Yeah, it's it's worth noting that I th- I think we should acknowledge we shit on Babe Ruth all the time. We could probably shit on Lou Gehrig if we wanted to. It doesn't to, mean they weren't great. It's more to make a point. Yeah. It's, for me, it's more <laughs> to make a point that, like, I don't want to worship this certain culture. No. And this culture... here's But the fucked up thing is this culture doesn't want to accept certain kinds of people. Yeah. Like, you can even see that, um, like, look at Pete Rose. Pete Rose, objectively, an enormous prick. <laughs> Not a nice guy. No, really. Also, now he's a commentator. He just looks like a tomato wearing a bow tie. He's um, he's bad at talking about baseball, and he plays baseball. <laughs> and at a level that very few people have ever seen. He's <laughs> better at talking about baseball. But no, Pete Rose fucking sucks. And he should suck, and everyone's... But baseball is mad at him for reasons that don't really have anything to do with him being shitty, and just more with, like, he has a gambling problem, so... That's yeah. that's what sucks. It's not that he's actually a bad person, and, like, a mean person, and rude to everyone he meets. It's just, oh, no, he bet on a couple of baseball games on his own team. Mm-hmm. He kept, like, just picked his own team to win. There is absolutely no evidence he ever tried to fix a game. Yeah. But because he put any amount of money on baseball, he's done. Fucking a lot of like a lot of baseball analysts don't even mention Mark McGuire or Sammy Sosa, despite the fact that the nineteen ninety eight home run race was one of the most important things that ever happened for baseball in terms of its public history. Yeah. I think I think Washing away the steroid era is one of the stupidest fucking things in the world. It's fucking annoying. It's ridiculous. It's absolute nonsense because it's like the money that they made is still in the owner's pockets. If you want to wash away the steroid era, then go ahead and wash away everything past the dead ball era because numbers changed drastically Yeah. after the dead ball era end, ended. And that's when Babe Ruth became a thing. But yeah. Babe Ruth is cool, just not Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa. They're not okay. Yeah. yeah Babe Ruth is great. <laughs> he never had to play against one single minority in his whole professional career. He was not playing against the best talent pool in the world, and he's considered the greatest of all time. There are wild legends that come out of the Negro Leagues prior to integration about phenomenal hitters. Just phenomenal hitters, yeah. phenomenal pitchers. Like, the truth is, we'll never know if any of them have any truth to them. They might, or they might not, but because they never had an opportunity to actually pitch or hit against the guys who have been lionized, what did, like, they just lost. They're lost to history now. Yeah. Which is the whole point of racism, is to erase people. Yeah. So... Ugh. Yeah, no, and the fucking Cal Ripken turns into a fucking 
let's all show up and do our jobs and then fucking a a model of like corporate america making the labor do everything and i just show up every day no matter what cal ripken was great he was a great player yeah i mean the the vitriol that i have for cal the whole cal ripken thing has nothing to do with cal ripken himself no he was and everything to do with like this like culture of like show up and do your job no matter what it's like well even if they fuck even if the fucking owners suck and they're, <laughs> and they're giving you a shit deal. You just Our team is objectively yeah. bad. There is no reason for me to compete. But, like, no, he's just this ideal, like, you just do your job every day, no yeah. matter what. It is, it is, it is that, that sentiment was, was being milked in the 90s to try and, like, get people back into baseball after the strike. They're like, look at this guy shows up every day. And it's like, you don't think he's a union guy? No, he's you don't definitely think he, a union. You guy. don't think he gives a fuck about 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 the players making money. Even even um, post integration, you look at uh, Hank Aaron, who is one of my favorite players of all time, and is objectively awesome, and was the uh, all time home run leader prior to Bonds breaking his record. I don't think Hank Aaron would have been as embraced by baseball coach culture if he wasn't as non-confrontational as he was yeah like if he had been the sort of bond style asshole i don't i don't see it like and like I don't if he know. insulted the press yeah if Aaron, like hank aaron went through a lot like he got hate mail he was abused he like yeah he went through a lot of shit but i don't think that his particular place in baseball history would be as well regarded if he had been more aggressive about taking his place if no, that makes any sense i agree with you yeah i agree with you do you have you ever heard um hank aaron's interview about his record breaking home run no and how you know how the two white dudes ran yeah they come out and ran they came out and ran with oh and he was like i he, didn't know he, what they were gonna he do thought they were gonna fucking he kill thought him. they were gonna kill him yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like oh fuck dude jesus horrifying yeah. could you imagine the horrifying yeah. and that's kind of just what like just that's um i mean i was about to say that's a baseball culture it's like no that's american culture because <laughs> that's what people are afraid of like you know well, it's actually kind of funny. I didn't think about this when I wrote that down because I put that Cal Ripken bit and that Hank Aaron bit very close together. But to a degree, they were very much they were very similar baseball players, and both of them just wanted to show up and do their job. Yeah. Except Ripken was celebrated for it. It was his whole yeah. identity, and Aaron. He had to do the thing that no one else could ever do. Yeah. In order to be celebrated. Yeah, because like he didn't. He had to do everything. <laughs> like Aaron, Aaron never. I don't think he ever hit more than fifty home runs in a year. Like he showed up and he just smashed the ball all the time. I believe he's still yeah. the uh, major league baseball, baseball leader in both doubles and RBIs. I yeah. can't be sure. Like he was just a consistent power hitter. Yeah, all he did was bring in runs mm-hmm. and hit the ball hard. He was he was a workhorse. Yeah, that's what he was. He wasn't. Yeah, he was not a like home run hitter on the level of Bonds in his late career. He was yeah. not a home run hitter, probably even on the level of Babe Ruth. He didn't have the flash that like Willie yeah. Mays had, or no. you know. Yeah. But he was a solid player. 
Yeah. And he did that for something like 24 years of just yeah. playing baseball. Kind of like the Willie McCovey model of just hit the shit out of the ball. Yeah. For a very, very long time. Willie McCovey played in four decades. That's total. fucking bonkers. <laughs> <laughs> so Crazy. Wild. Yeah. Uh, yeah, 60s, 70s. No, uh, 50s, 60s, 70s, and 80s. Yeah. I don't know. I guess to go back to like how this all started, everybody wants to get mad about new baseball, about shifts and home runs and all this shit. But really, what made great baseball players was hitting the ball fucking square. Yeah. And then making plays here and there. Like, Ozzie Smith wasn't dope because he happened to be standing in the right place, but because he got to the place where the ball went. Yeah. Or just you know? progressing the game by just doing things that no one's ever seen before yeah which should be celebrated rather than like just looked at as as a problem we have mike trout and people are ignoring him and he's doing literally every single thing great we have players that are breaking home run records that like no one ever thought they could ever break as rookies we should just everyone should be cool with that no one should be upset about this no one should be like mad at baseball be happy at sports yeah, and be happy that baseball's good right now. Sure. We might not see it because, like, a lot of people right now aren't tuned in. I get it. Baseball's fucking weird. <laughs> but it's getting better. Like, it's I don't, somehow it's, getting better. The only thing I can say about it is that imagine in Zion Williamson's, let's say, seventh game as a professional, he takes off from the free throw line and throws down a 720. Two full <laughs> rotations. Just, and it hammers it down. It's like a video game. Yeah. And all of us just go, I don't know, Michael Jordan never would have done that. MJ would have never done that. Larry Bird would have taken a jumper. <laughs> Michael Jordan switched to his left hand for fun. <laughs> Because he thought it was funny. <laughs> he was like, oh, I'm gonna, there's no one here. Let's switch. Man, just enjoy the sport for what it yeah. is right now. Every, year to year. Yeah. Every year. Baseball. It's always fun. Baseball's getting good, and hopefully people realize it. Uh, it's hard to do if you're in Seattle, because the current, GM, so bad. The oh, current GM of the Mariners wants to trade everything all the time no matter what he also wants to make sure he gets rid of all the dominicans he does he definitely does <laughs> that guy's a racist He's deeply racist yeah support lorena martin support lorena martin support 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 pocs in baseball supports pocs in sports in general all uh, pocs in general despite in the how much you all think, marginalized people despite how much you think that the fact that some running back who happens to be black got a big contract that doesn't actually help anybody yeah support support baseball players getting paid in general minor league players um Recently, I'm going to do a hype drag right now. Heard. Let's segue. Let's hit it. Let's I hit want it. to drag... Um, I want. I think it was NESN. For um, a Twins pitcher, their big talking point about this Twins uh, reliever was that he has like a 4.9 Uber driver rating when he was in the minors. Why the fuck... <laughs> is a professional baseball player driving for Uber. Pay your fucking players. Because also, he NSN, makes why nah, $200 like, a month. Why are you, 
They're, they looked up his fucking driving <laughs> rating and was like, oh, he's got a 4.9. So, like, there's, like, a screenshot of this guy um, for the twins. Why am I blanking on his name? Randy Dobnak. There's a screenshot from a, from a game where, like, the little blurb under his name when he was pitching said 4.9 rating as an Uber driver. What a fucking That's a really good rating. That's a great... No, that's a great rating, but the point is, like, that's a self-own for the league. That you couldn't pay this guy enough to not be an Uber driver. Oh, my God. Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. That's nonsense. There's only a drag to this. It's Actually, and, and hype, hype Randy Dobnak. No, Congrats Randy for getting, getting to the show. Uh, hype. Yeah. Like, good job, <laughs> man. Like... Apparently you drove for Uber in the minors in order to get your ass up to the show and like good fucking for you. Yeah. 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 Got a hype drag for me? Yeah, you do. Come on. I have exactly one. It's the only one I want to do today. <laughs> one. Yeah, I just got one. I want to okay. hype Andrew Luck. Okay. For getting the fuck out of football to go do things that matter to him and not continue to get beat to hell. Yeah. He was great. Andrew Luck was fun as hell. Yeah. Looks like a weird Sasquatch, but, you know, whatever. Um, I want to drag every single Indianapolis Colts fan who booed him. Gross, dude. Fuck right off, man. Like, you don't own his life. He's allowed to do whatever he wants. He does not have to play football. Which is a whole, which is the thing that a bunch of people would say about someone complaining about their contract is like, well, you don't have to do this if you don't want to. And now that he doesn't want to, you're mad at him? Fuck right off. Fuck all y'all. Yeah. Fuck those guys, dude. And also everyone who's like pissed that they ruined his, that he ruined their fantasy football draft. Did you see the fucking tweet about that? No. I'm whispering. I did not. Oh, Jay. <laughs> OJ. Which tweet? Which tweet was it? I don't even know. OJ Simpson tweeted a video of him complaining about Andrew Luck because OJ drafted him. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking hate the world that we live in where OJ's just on Twitter being a person. <laughs> like, Why is that allowed? That should not be permitted. He's in a room full of people who aren't fucking <laughs> mad at him all the time. He was. It, it's fucking egregious the fact that oj has a has an online presence is batshit bonkers to me i want to drag oj simpson <laughs> fuck oj simpson oj simpson can go directly to hell Literally. along with bill simmons oj simpson and bill simmons all of those every single one of them let's disconnect bill simmons from oj simpson just i refuse quick. they're the same person I've never seen Bill Simmons and OJ in the same place at the same time. That's what I'm saying. Same person. <laughs> Fucking A. All right. Uh, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> this has been All Sports Are Bad. I am Jake Whipple. I'm Patrick on the internet. You can tweet at me at PatrickJCS. You can tweet at Jake at Wildly Pointless because he doesn't like Twitter. You can, <laughs> you can tweet at us as a whole at All Sports Are Bad. You can listen to us on the internet. And we're at allsportsarebad.com. Hey, That's true. you know what? What? Give us money. Yeah. Not for anything in particular. Just in general. We I'm would like saying, to have it. I'm not asking or begging. I'm just saying. But if you might have some money. Yeah. 
We we will take the money. Yeah, or give us no money. That's fine too. No, definitely give us money. <laughs> bad bad sales pitch already. Come on. We've always been terrible at this. This has never worked. We never get. The, we don't never. Give me the money. We have yet to make any amount of money. Uh, find us on Patreon and give us one dollar in order to prove Patrick wrong. Once we prove me wrong, the floodgates open. <laughs> That's when we become a million dollar podcast. <laughs> If we can become a million dollar podcast, honestly, I don't even know what to say about that. That's amazing. Let's do that. Let's yeah, do let's, that thing exactly right do, now. Because we are actually close to the one year, one year anniversary. Um, a few days ago, a few days ago, three months ago, <laughs> I received an email from Google Domains reminding me that our domain is set to renew in one month. Please don't steal our domain, by the way. Actually, you can't because it's going to be auto-renewed. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Meaning that the idea... This is a one-year anniversary. The idea of All Sports Are Bad was conceived around the 18th of September last year. So we're coming up on one year of doing this fucking podcast. This dumb fucking podcast. Do you feel we've gotten good at it? I know you uh, want to end it right now, but I'm just going to continue to I just really, I just really have to pee is the main thing. Oh, that's fun. <laughs> you can pee after I ask you all these questions. <laughs> <laughs> yes, actually, I do. We did, we've done some good, really good episodes, we've, I think. We've done some great We've episodes. done some really bad episodes, too. Like, episodes <laughs> that are like, why listen to this? But, you know. Yeah. We but, have some um, good episodes that no one listened to. Yeah. Like WrestleMania. <laughs> that no. was a fun one, though. That no, was, that was like actually a fun great. Episode. That was an, an extraordinary episode yeah. that has, like, not a lot of listeners. And it's like, but Ruben was on. <laughs> Everyone <laughs> loves him. And it's like, are you telling me that our regular listeners tuned out and then Ru- the listeners that Ruben brought in tuned in? Fuck, that's wild. I don't know. know. Either way, either way. What I can tell you about this show is that every time we do it, you're listening to two guys who very much care about sports and care about their cultural impact and what they mean to society as a whole. I watch over a hundred baseball games a year. That's stupid. That is really dumb. No why would you? Why do you do that? I like I baseball. Yeah, all right. Fair should, I start watching the NBA in October. That's gross. Yeah. <laughs> I actually watch the October game, so. But we are, like, we care very deeply about athletics and sports as a cultural signifier. If that, I don't, I don't, that may not make sense to a lot The of intersection people. between sports and social justice means a lot to us. And in the next, in the fall, when we start going back to our, when we officially return to our week-to-week schedule we are going to be more invested in social justice and sports well, we it's always good. have been because we, we always belie- have been we believe in that in that conjunction we believe that there is something important in society that connects to sports because sports and society are always going to be inextricably intertwined i'm not saying there won't be episodes where all we do is get drunk and say words <laughs> Sometimes I'm going to rank sports that should be in the summer. Yeah. Sometimes you're going to rank Padres teams. Yeah, it happens. And, yeah, sometimes we're going to have those episodes, but 
we will be back to our weekly schedule. We'll be back to more hard-hitting social topics, I think. I hope so. And that's what's coming this fall. And you're getting a fucking hour, 40-minute podcast right now. Welcome to season two, bitches! <laughs> Welcome to season two. I guess this is the season one finale. Welcome to yeah. season two later. <laughs> But thank you for listening to us. This is we love you. You're great listeners, and we love you. And also, um, fuck Tom Brady, I guess. I'm so sorry, Bill Simmons. You got dragged this whole season. You're just a guy, a small guy who roots for Boston sports. Very right? small. He's about just five foot tiny. two. Just minuscule. He's a very small person. Just weird. Anyway, Tom Brady can still suck my nuts. <laughs> <laughs> um. Bye, internet. (laughs) (laughs) Bye.